It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, a little bit of a chill in the air as we're here at Millburgers. David uh, Rodriguez just did his uh, seminar and, uh, nope, wait, wait, how's that, better? No, more. Okay. okay. Oh, but can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, now you're wait. Now you're too low. Okay. Can you hear it all? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I can't hear you in my ear, so. Oh, okay. Can you there, hear me? There I could. There you go. There you go. Okay. Perfect. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. This is not good radio, but yes, all I can right. hear you. Oh, it's can, excellent. Can, it's excellent radio oh, it's, for all the people trying to listen. Well, making sure you can hear us and uh, this important message that we have. Yeah. So uh, David just finished his uh, seminar. He had about, uh, I guess, about 20 people. We'll okay. round it up. Uh, who uh, came inside the two-story. That was a quick uh, little... Um, quick, great decision by Trace. Yeah, to... Uh, to get that going. So, uh, and now they're setting everything back up. So, come on out to Millburgers. It's a nice sunny day. Um, they're putting some stuff out. They're going to cover them tonight. But, yeah, like the cyclamen are coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Looks, they, look, they look just as good as they did when we yeah. put them away. Very nice. All right. So, I have a question. I went downtown this week. And then you remember how I used to say, oh, and downtown on Houston, they have the cyclamen, the red and the white, and they're in the, yeah, they, uh, they and were. They hanging pots. It was beautiful. Oh, or in the now they, they did apparently did not cover or anything with them because now they are black. They are down to the ground and black. Oh, wow. Now, it was, the, it was a pretty severe weather, you know, when, yeah. you're, when your lows are down there at, uh. 19-ish. Yeah, below 20. Right. And then you got basically four days. That was much more cold. I I didn't do very well on mine either. I covered them with some, yeah. some wonderful material, but I didn't put any heat source. Right. And that, uh, mine, the foliage looks fine, but the, the, the blooms are not great. And with cyclamen, that's, that's a bad sign because it takes them so long to re- Oh, to recover their blooms. Now, this was Houston Street, did you say? Yeah. You know that's a wind tunnel, too. Oh, is it? I wonder if the wind had an impact on those. It probably did. Okay. But I think it it was primarily the cold, but, yeah, you can't discount the wind blowing through there. No, I mean, and uh, so I was, like, uh, grumbling. I have not uncovered ours yet. I'm scared. I did your, uh, the... uh, Begonias, the whoppers. You, you and covered I talked, them. Uh, I uncovered them, and they're they're pretty flat. Looks though to me like they will uh, resprout. Oh, good! I covered them without a heat source. Ours is still standing because the uh, the planket is still upright, so it didn't fold. I don't uh, know what it looks like in there. Well, so sure. when can we take things off? Probably not tonight. It's going to be thirty-seven. Just two. Uh, well, you. Uh, I'm going to start taking off uh, tonight. The most susceptible stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then a lot of it, uh, the wind 
mm-hmm. move some stuff, and so so there's some like I had my one of my poor almost came to tears. One of my poor limes, the wind blew it off, uh, and look uh, looks pretty bad compared to the. Uh, Oh, that uh, what's what's the tangerine that is? So Changsha. Changsha. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Changsha is twenty five feet away from it, and it's like scoffing at it, going, yeah, yeah, laughing. What a sissy! Yeah, what a sissy. So, yeah, it's that. That turned out to be more severe. In fact, I wrote my article in kind of a, you know. Here should have realized, you know, when it's going to be fifteen degrees that yeah, would have, uh, should have, could have. Yeah, it's uh, if you get if you're going to need a heat source, you need it at that yeah. kind of temperature. Yeah. The lament of the gardener. Well, when they started the forecast, uh, they started the forecast too. It was uh, the hours of the cold were not. Yeah, as always say. Yeah, as as we always say, uh, don't worry so much about. The temperature itself is what's the duration, mm. and uh, and that plays a factor in it too. But uh, yeah, you're right. It was like, oh, not too bad. It's going to dip down to this and then go back right up. Did you? Uh, no. Did you go out this morning at all? Yeah. Did it seem cold? Cold? Yes, to it, you? Was, it was cold. It was in the it yeah. was in the, the well, I, upper twenties. I was 20s. kind of expecting the cold to be gone and then no uh, no 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 let me let me dogs for walking it was it, it was cold it, it was, was brisk 26 or something yes. when we woke uh, up I, th- I, th- I think that's what it was yeah 20, and then th- by like 10 was worse I think. oh okay but most of the time it was 26 or 27 but um, anyhow yeah we uh, got the experience did you of, get any ice on monday no, I didn't get any. No, oh, I, just, I got things frozen. Over yeah, there. I'm sorry. All the bird baths. Oh, uh, what do the birds oh. do when the bird baths freeze? Well, they uh. they look for edges. Oh, okay, smart birds. Yeah, and then the and the re, the recirculating, that thing is invincible. That just keeps recirculating. Yeah, the one that you have where it recirculates all the time. Hmm. Oh, this is a plug-in, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. On a, on a bird bath. And so that, that that's always available. So it's like a little bird sauna, nice warm water. Uh, but, I, but you're right. Maybe a little waterfall. Maybe that's a little I also had some uh, some pipes, some uh, ho- hoses under under the patio, uh, or some pipes under the patio and under the uh, old uh, oh, the old part of the house that uh, cracked. Yeah, is that? And you have pier and beam though, don't you? Part of it. Is that where they crack? Yeah, when you go when you go from a nineteen forty five part of it's from a forty five house and then yeah. the rest of it's in the So 60s. the forty five part is probably pure and being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is what I was added, reading. And it's had things added to it. Yeah. But when I was the, reading the warnings, pure and beam was especially susceptible to freezing pipes, I guess because they're exposed. We used to have pure and beam and yeah. Yeah. we didn't get the pipes didn't freeze, but uh, I guess they could have. And I think you're supposed to insulate them. You're supposed to insulate them, yeah, with uh, some kind of foam. Okay. Not, not not the blow on. I mean, not the spray on where it hardens, but the little the you yeah. wrap around it. Yeah. 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 Sp- split on one end, and you just put it around it. I have now learned, by the way, cats do not like that foam. Huh? They keep okay. attacking it. I do not know why. Well, Calvin, since you talked about the weather, let me give uh, the forecast. Uh, today, the high is 46. Currently, it's 39. 
uh, tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 37. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, it looks like it's basically the same temperature as the high as the low. So slight chance of showers, then showers likely. It uh, looks like here, I'll, I'll, I'll do the reading. This is from weather.gov. Um, a chance of precipitation, 60%. Uh, as <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> New precipitation amounts of less than a tenth of an inch are possible. No, yeah, it's going to be cumulative. Okay. Uh, yeah, read further. Okay. Read further. Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday night. Showers with thunderstorms also possible after 1 a.m. Some of the storms could produce heavy rainfall. Low around 43, chance of rain 100% Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then read further. Monday, showers and a possibility of a thunderstorm before 1 p.m., then a chance of a thunderstorm after 1 (laughs) p.m. Okay, thank you. Uh, Some of the uh, storms could produce heavy rainfall. Chance of rain Monday, 100%, according to weather.gov. Wonderful. Uh, 50%. Whoops, I just messed this up. Uh, What happened to everything? So, Sundays. Sunday and so Monday starts rain. rain, but Monday's the most, and then Tuesday maybe a little. Yeah, Tuesday a sixty percent chance. Uh, it has seemed colder. So, we were talking about it. It, it just seemed colder, colder this right morning. Right. Well, no, it was, it was pretty nippy this morning. Yeah, when I, I got up, it was twenty-four. Didn't quite understand it because the, the days earlier were supposed to be colder, and then then was it, this What was did you see for tonight? I missed that. Oh, thirty-seven. I saw thirty-seven. So I saw thirty-four. Okay, uh, with a uh, chance of. Rain? Is a chance of rain tonight? Saturday? No, no. I think it started Sun- Sunday. Sun- Sunday after uh, 1 a.m. Right. <laughs> okay. So nature always messes things up. Right. right. <laughs> we, we were actually going to start on Monday for our new parking lot. Oh, no. Where is that going to be? Same, the the just, same parking lot, but... But just better. But better, yes. Okay. Less holy. <laughs> okay so sundays it'll be less holy than it used to be with the church parking there no i was stupid that wasn't even funny uh, i snickered a little bit no, thank you i appreciate that i think that's politeness rather than okay so yeah that'll be good it was in, uh, it was in between the eye roll <laughs> so you're not going to start monday uh, apparently i'm not starting monday Okay. So at some point this next week. Yeah, you're going to start the. They're going to rip he got his, up. I noticed they did get their kayaks out just in case. Mm. And we are going to be open. Okay. So we're going to keep the gates closed, but well, the back entrance oh, okay. will be open for those people that want to shop. Well, and the staff kind of per- perked up now that the cyclemen are out and everything. They're kind of working to open up some of the containers. Move everything out of the well. We did greenhouse. we did limited because again I saw thirty four, which could easily be thirty one. Yeah. So we're we're gonna limit what we we haul out. We'll probably haul a bunch more out tomorrow. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Where where, where were they in the greenhouse? Uh, or just where covered? where were they not? Uh, oh, so <laughs> I think what they brought out there was some of the stuff that was inside the building. Uh, where the registers are at, and they brought out the cyclamen and stuff that were in the greenhouse. Because yeah. we were talking about that. Uh, mine didn't. I just kind of peeked in the corners and everything, and I have said to myself, well, when it was 18 degrees, I should have had heat, heat source under there. But yeah. we'll see. Woulda, shoulda. I'll shoulda. sell you some more. 
Yeah. Ah, there, oh, you yeah. Sure. there you go. There you go. Do you have any opinion at what know, temperature I should, uh, consistent temperature I should uncover my cyclamen? Y'all have them out now, but are you going to cover them well, pretty quick? Well, even at worst case scenario, 34 wouldn't hurt them. Yeah. Oh. 31 wouldn't hurt them either, but the blooms might get burnt. So. Okay. We're going to we're going to cover them tonight. So even though we hold them out, we're going to cover them okay, so tonight I'll, just I'll, to be safe. I'm going to follow the Milberger's principle. Pretty well, more better than I expected. The vegetable garden, the spinach looks really good. The onions Mm -hmm. look fine. Um, The uh, broccoli with those big heads was kind of kind of flattened, but uh, everything else seemed to be perked up. Radishes. How are your rutabagas doing? I was going to say, the rutabagas would be just fine. A- actually, my rutabagas hasn't done so well. I've been a little disappointed. Oh. I think the seed was a couple of years old. Um, the other uh, thing, uh, my neighbor Bart had uh, his uh, lettuce, the Crawford lettuce. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, he was complaining because it didn't, didn't look well when it went through the freeze. and I, I mean, it had nice big... Oh. Leaves and good color. So, what did he expect? I said, What do you expect uh, yeah. from it? And he says, Well, it looked a little worse this morning, but I can't. I haven't been able to get it to germinate. Huh. We'll have to do. We still have, have you, seeds? Have we do. Okay. What's that? Have you planted seeds? I haven't planted it yet. I keep procrastinating, which is probably which is not probably a good, good idea. thing. No, it's good oh, you thing. think? Okay. Yeah. Should I do it now or too late? I think you should do it tonight. <laughs> at 30, yeah. you're telling me the yeah. optimal temperature is yeah. about the low 30s, low to mid 30s to do it. Yes. And uh, yeah, and wear a jacket or no? Does it? Do they? Do they care? No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> Thank, you're right, you're right. Thanks, Trace. I am not going to do it tonight. Okay. Okay. Maybe tomorrow see when the rain. Out with, out with the flashlight doing it. Yeah. I do it in time for the rains. The yes. Oh, that actually yeah. wouldn't well, be a I was bad idea. To get you to do that. Oh, maybe I could just do it real quick. <laughs> just, I was going to say, why don't you do it tomorrow? Okay. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. But yeah. that's the rain Sunday. You know what else didn't... Uh, was it rain for germination? No, no, that's what they were suggesting. But it's like, I don't want to be out in the rain doing no. it. Oh, 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 please. The rest of the grass and the... Uh, it's not like it's cold. There, there, there are real gardeners out there going, didn't seem to get damaged come on. Get no, 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 no. Not the, not the bluegrass, not the annual poa. <sighs> Did you see any any rescue grass that got damaged or any of the winter weeds? I haven't been in my backyard. Mm. Now the Saint Augustine that was kind of dormantly green is now brown. It just it, yeah, it looks pretty bad. But the uh, like the little place between that little neutral ground between the sidewalk and the street, which was all winter grass, it's all green. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, maybe. They conspired with nature again there. They're yeah. Um, speaking of cold weather, uh, David did a great job. Uh, yeah. Y'all shuffled. We were talking about that. You pivoted, as the kids say, and uh, had it inside the two-story. And yes. uh, I guess about 16 to 20 people, I think. Is, uh, uh, that's about right. Yeah. I think we had 16 chairs and there was people standing. So. Oh, good. Okay. So I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad it was uh, and, well attended. And I always learn something. What would you learn? Yeah. Um, how to grow a beard? David, did you see David? I saw David. David. Yeah, I told it looks him good. Made, made yeah. him, I told him he look old, older, <laughs> but uh, wiser. I felt wiser. Well, I I learned that my birthday is going to be the next seminar. Oh, on vegetables. When is that? March 9th. Okay. 
So, uh, hmm. It's going to feature rutabagas. Yeah. I learned that there is an up-and-coming raspberry. An up-and-comer? A, a, a no-name variety. Eventually, it'll be out. And uh, so, that, that Tell everybody why that's important. Well, so raspberries don't like it here, kind of like blueberries. So uh, there is a particular variety that he's going to introduce in the next few years hmm. that you still have to do all the things that you do for blueberries to get it to work. Yeah, that half and half. But it, but it might work. Yeah. So container grown. And Correct. Okay, but that'd be fun. People will like that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the big questions, uh, particularly from transplants. They'll go, what kind of raspberries and when should I plant them? Oh. And we go... Oh no, blackberries. Yes, we do a lot of blackberries. Mm. But they, do raspberries have all the the thorns and stuff of blackberries? Oh, well, they have thorns. Sure. Okay, they, uh, I'm not sure there is. They taste. Deadly. Uh, yeah. They also yeah. have sugar. Yeah. Oh. They, ta- they taste sweet. In case you've ne- not, they're kind of tart. Any raspberries? They're kind of tartish sweet. They're. I like but, raspberries. <laughs> I've, we, I, we, I do too. Yeah, we yeah. like put them in yogurt and put them in cookies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's over. But uh, David did a good job. David's supposed to be calling us, but I'm not sure when. Uh, just Before to, one, I know that. Oh, okay. And then um, uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. I didn't get a chance to check out. Were they able to? They were here this morning. Good. I assume they're still here. I assume they're still here too. And boy, blood really is. Uh, it is low. Uh, so you don't have to sign up at this point. You just just come out and uh, and donate. Millburgers will give you a ten dollars gift certificate just for going through the process. Uh, and what's which point now? No, I'm watching out the window, and it appears to be one of the technicians is wandering around asking questions. Oh, okay. So so uh, good. They're here. Somebody in, in scrubs. You wouldn't okay. see somebody in scrubs in this weather. No. No. So they're they are here. Yeah. So yeah, if you go to uh, the O positive and O negative, remember they talked about that. Sort of. Um, on the um, website, the South Texas Blood and Tissue website, they show how many days supply they have. I guess they get them somewhere because they had three quarters of a day supply of O's, negatives, and O positives. So and uh, whoever those are, uh, you interviewed uh, did a good job, too, of uh, reminding everybody that thing, conditions have changed, requirements have changed. So mm-hmm. if you got 10 years ago, if you got uh, rejected... Yeah. still worth a t- time to come and because your medications may have changed or yeah. the medications that are are a problem Except, yeah, uh, yeah. of change. So. And we know you got it in you. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break, and then we've got James on the line after this at 210-308-8867. He's going to talk about orange frost sasuma, daffodils, and the cold. Back after this. 210-308-8867 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, listen, again, this cold weather makes, uh, I was talking to Warren Remy, Spider-Man of Spider-Man Pest Control, and uh, a couple of things have come up. One, as you might expect, uh, uh, scritchy little critters are, are jumping in attics. People are noticing that. 
Uh, but people are also noticing ants, roaches, and insects, spiders, things like that, get more active in the cold. Uh, so uh, if you're having any problems with that, give them a call uh, and uh, let them take care of you like they have uh, so many people since 1976. They do a great job. They're going to look at the problem holistically. Uh, so it's not only the problem, but what's causing the problem, helping you fix that too. I don't imagine, uh, if you go to the website, GoSpiderManPest.com, you'll see everything they do, including wildlife management, the into-care mosquito trapping system. I don't imagine that's a big issue right now, but but Warren will have to call us and tell us if the mosquitoes are out. Um, but all kinds of great pest control. Uh, you'll also be able to, at GoSpiderManPest.com, read the great reviews. And just give them a call. They'll get back with you, 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one for Spider Man termite and pest control. Let's go to James on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, James? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. I got two questions or concerns, James. What? Yes. Oh, it sounded like he, he's not there or sleeping. No, no, he's there. He's, he's, he's can asleep. you hear me? We can hear you just fine, James. Listening to the intro of the show, I was reading an article authored in part by Larry Stein, Jerry Parsons, and David Rodriguez, amongst others, about the history development of Satsumas, but it's geared towards the introduction of the orange frost, which I put one in the ground this summer after being in the container for about three years. My concern is that the article I had to do a Celsius to Fahrenheit conversion because the article's written in Celsius. Uh, it says it's hardy down to 12 degrees, defoliates at 15 degrees. Now, I got down to 14 twice here in the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look good, the foliage on the tree. It's probably going to lose all its leaves. So does that mean it's not going to have a crop this spring? Probably. <laughs> um, I'm looking at so both my, of them. So going. mine died at 16 degrees. Yeah. So, Orange uh, frost? Yeah, so it's really not necessarily just a temperature. It's how long we're there, too. Right. Yeah, yeah and I have no idea because that was overnight. Um, my weather station doesn't say, you know, it just records the lowest for over a 24-hour period. I don't know how, how long it was at that temperature. So you're saying there's a possibility it, it may not survive. Correct. That, that, that's the first inclination. But if you go, oh my goodness! It, I wish I would have left it in the container and drug it in one more year. But anyway, that's you, hindsight. If you go and scratch the, okay. the stem yeah. on it. That'll give you a pretty good answer. Right, and you yeah, may have we, to do several locations. How and, quickly will and, this stem go brown if it's dead? Oh. Well, I mean, it's well, only it's almost only immediately. The, the moisture would have, uh, yeah. all the oh. cells would have popped, so okay. it, it wouldn't be pretty green. Yeah. Okay. It might still be so, green, but it wouldn't be pretty so, green. Yeah, I oh. got a feeling it's going to be green. Oh, good. But you're going to have to determine where that green is, and so you may have to oh. scratch and then prune accordingly. Okay, on, on a positive the first, the first note. I said he's not going to have a crop. Yes, to answer your question, thank you, because no, no, we get off no the sidetrack there. Yeah. yeah, you will not have a crop. Darn it. Okay. And then the this other question becomes, will the, the tree survive or not? Well, that's my first question. Yeah. <laughs> it's survive first. Yeah, right, right. That's a long-term so, concern. Yeah. So uh, I guess maybe on a positive note, it was well-watered uh, previous to the cold snap, so maybe that will help it a little bit as far as survivability, hopefully. Uh, well, you know, my uh, thing is always you do it 
72 hours beforehand. Not oh, no. It's, before, not, not the night no, before. No, it's, it's, it was a week or two. I, I, ah, I flooded okay. it early. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I knew it was going to get cold sooner or later. Uh, second question. I planted some uh, ice folly daffodils in mid to late November. I don't know exactly when. Sometime in November. And when I was walking out to down the long drive yesterday, uh, well, for better or worse, I saw two of them already sprouting up. To me, that's kind of early. Is that induced from this cold snap, and is that going to be a problem for the blooms? I would think it's more induced by the 70-degree temperatures we had a couple oh, yeah. days ago. Yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So, so okay. they, go through, yeah, they, they went through their, their cold stratification. And then they all suddenly get seventy, and they're going, "Hoo hoo!" Yeah. Well, enjoy it. I mean, they'll, they'll, the good news on them is ice follies are that they'll they'll survive in the long term, and it'll be maybe an erratic bloom uh, schedule, but it still will be a bloom schedule. Yeah. Okay, Daffodils so are will... my favorite. Absolutely yeah, so... my favorite for this area. Okay, hmm. so. If the bloom is kind of messed up, for lack of a better word, this year, the bulbs are still going to survive and hopefully naturalize. That's my goal, yeah. to get them to, yeah. to come back. Yeah, your soil temperature didn't get cold enough to kill them. So no, because I, I mulched them really well after I planted them. Yeah. They, okay. um, how, how long have they been in? Just a couple of months. Oh. Like two months. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 should, they should survive for sure. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, James. Thanks for calling. And keep us informed on the uh, orange frost. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. With the orange frost, he said it's been four years. Would it have likely been uh, on grafted or on its own roots? Four years ago, it's probably on its own root stock. I, I, think would it, I think it's grafted. You think oh, it's grafted? Okay. okay. All right. <gasps> Which means uh, if it wasn't grafted, if it died, it would die down to the roots and then come, come back? back out as right. the correct tree. Okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah but it, it's been in a container that's relatively uh, susceptible to the uh, But it had, almost, it had almost a year to grow in the ground, though. So uh, Yeah. So it had a, year, a whole year? They, they planted it in April. Sounded like it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So it's almost a year. Uh, all right, 210-308-8867. What are you noticing? Maybe we can make you feel better about the situation, or if we can't make you feel better, we'll at least kind of tell you straight out what's going on. Yes, sir? What? Oh, I was just, I was just thinking we don't want, we want to be uh, patient. Don't want to draw too many quick con- conclusions. We remind ourselves of the when the, the – uh, yeah, did. Uh, yeah, so the, the February the twenty one the snow apocalypse. Yeah, it didn't stop us then. Oh uh, well, no, no, no. Mark was killing everything. Everything's dead. It's all dead. And then I, I learned that mm-hmm. I was mostly wrong. You know what? And so yes, be patient. Be everyone. patient. Okay. Yeah. Uh, of course, I didn't see a big sample, but the. Snapdragons in my neighborhood, at least, were uh, are not showing as much damage as I would have expected from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, mine, you, mine uh, and the planting bed looked just fine. Yeah. Hmm. How about the stocks, though? My stocks don't look so good. I didn't look at them, but there are some stocks out there, so I'll take a 
Okay. Uh, I know last year I planted my stocks, and then we got that 16 degrees, and they melted like butter. Yeah. Oh, I'll, t- I'll ask Trace his opinion, whether it was wind or, or cold. So remember yeah. how – I don't know if you heard me. I, I'm always talking about the uh, the cyclamen that are downtown on Houston, how pretty they are, and they, they do the white and the red for the holidays. So we went down there uh, two days after the, you know, the coldest part of the weather, and they were just black and down to the ground. I mean, all of them, they just were, uh, and so I thought cold, but Mark said maybe wind, uh, because Houston. In combination. Yeah. In combination. Oh, oh, in combination. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on? I would have what, said the cold. You think the cold? So it'll take them down if you're not careful? Um, well, I guess 17, 16. Yeah, well, pretty, they didn't cover them at all. I don't know. I'm just assuming they didn't. Yeah. There were no. It was already. It was still Parse. cold. If they just covered them. Then that that wasn't enough. But, yeah. Because uh, you, you know we talk about covering them if it's 28 degrees, and we and we were looking at 18. Yeah, degrees. we were down there Tuesday, and it was still cold and still freezing at night, and they weren't covered. So I'm. Oh, okay. Then. But anyway, I don't know. Okay. So I'm worried about mine. And I did mention that my uh, Whopper begonia is still standing, but I haven't peeked inside the blanket yet. I think based on what you said, it was it's not there. It could surprise us. Okay, that'd be great. I'd like a surprise from oh, that. Oh, well, I, I might be willing to bet that it will, uh, if you covered it, that it will uh, sprout next this spring. Okay, that'd be nice. If you, A lot of people, of course, will get impatient with, uh, you know, they look terrible. Uh, and they'll just uh, discard them, and which is a good idea if you want instant, you know, if you want some more color and uh, some of some of these plants that look so good out here at the nursery are available. But you won't find a p- replacement plant for that till probably in March. So that gives yeah. you at the earliest. several weeks to uh, to see see what happens. Sprouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rose didn't care. The Belinda's dream actually looks better than it did before. <laughs> I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's happy. Speaking of Belinda's dream, it's it's here. And it's is co- it here? It's covered. Oh, okay. Um, so it came in Friday night. Yeah. Oh, geez. And so uh, I, I told like Nelson last night. Friday night. Yeah. So was... yeah, Friday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it feels that way. With all the weather so, stuff, uh, it's like what day? What else came I told in? him if they came in looking really nice with a lot of pretty leaves that he needed to cover them, and if they came in with no leaves, don't worry about it. So they must have had leaves because he covered them. Oh, okay. Now Today, you're yeah. you're going to get a lot of antique roses. In a yeah, couple of weeks. Oh, they're, what, they're what, here. What, okay, they're so what do up. what do we have? Uh, off the whole, top of your head, I'm I sorry. I can't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah. Metabulous. I was going to say, that's, that's your favorite. Your so favorite. That. Let me go with a list. Yeah. I have a list. Okay. Oh, 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 okay, great. Because, yeah, antique roses are are, are really good for our area. Mm-hmm. And that's what I go with. But each of us has a, our own favorite. Trace likes Metabulous. You like Katie Road? Yeah, which... Of course, it's yeah. not actually. And, and I like uh, Carefree be- Beauty or Old Blush. I like those. Plus Belinda's Dream. But that's, those are my favorites. Yeah, but they they do well. Carefree Beauty, is that the, uh, the one I like? Yeah, Katie Pink? I think, yeah. I think, Road? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the, what the... the, the Katie thing. Road. Yeah. And then yeah. Old Blush is a, a pink to a uh, white, I guess. Okay, so 
if there's any of these that you like, a lot of them we only did tens of, so you may want to come. Mm, okay. Um, and some we'll of these, some of these we'll I don't think I can pronounce. <laughs> Archduke Charles. Okay, I know that one. Ottoman Damask. Belinda's Dream, I can say that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cadenza. Caldwell Pink. Carefree yep. Beauty. Careful. Cecil cool. Bruner. Yep. Dom de Caur. Yeah, I noticed that a lot of these are uh, on the list. Uh, uh, what's the A&M list for... for uh, Earthkind. Earthkind. Thank you, sir. These uh, are all Earthkind. Duchess de... De Brian Brandt. Robert. Yeah. yeah, that one. Uh, F.J. Lindheimer. Hmm. Grandma's Yellow. I can say that for sure. Iceberg, Climber. And then we got the Luitas, so Lady Banksias, which are not real roses. Maggie. Uh, Marie Pave. Yep. Martha Gonzalez, Miss Dudley Cross, yep, Metabulous, mm-hmm. Old Blush, yeah, that's another one. Which is a climber, Orange Climber, Patria Climber, Paul Nevron, uh, Renee Des, looks like Violets, Violetas, Republic of Texas, Sweet Pea, and Zephyrin. Drow hens. Those are the ones that actually showed up. Okay. Right. That's these, a lot. Yeah, these are all the earth kind. Or pretty much all the earth kind on that. And so those have all been tested across the state in both cold and drought conditions. So uh, they're all real great. If anybody wanted to go see you know, a little bit more about them, they go to the earth kind roses oh, okay. uh, website. And then they're all listed right there. But yes, I recognize a lot of those from that website. So I think I'm most fond of the climbing orange. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Um, no, I'm I'm interested because you got both white and yellow Banksiana. Is that right? What correct. came in? Yes. Yeah. Uh, quantities but, are different. Yeah. So you got 50 well, white and 20 yellow. Well, and I think the, I ordered the, 100 of each. Yeah, the white is 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 kind of rare. and so. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The yellow is more common one. Let's put it that way. But eventually the white looks kind of yellow, Milton, as oh. the ones get older. Okay. So you get two colors off of it. Yeah. And you see a lot of these in Southton and... Uh, older homes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah I, know, I know what you're leaning to. So, so, and Medical Center. Oh, are there in Medical like Center? Like my yard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. around, uh, around the floor. So we, we one of each. We could Fort just Sam give you a dress and people could come by and see what they look like. That's yeah. mm-hmm. not. Fort, Fort <laughs> They've been there. already given out his phone number. I know. Not much difference. You can call Calvin and well, see if you can come the, over and look at it. But one of them has grown, was uh, planted when the uh, shade trees were young and they, mm-hmm. and the Lady Banks Rose has grown up uh, over the. Manage to stay in the sun all the time and go up the top. It's just making yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize it in terms of if you describe it as that fountain shape. The, the one on the yard is in the fountain shape, but this one got uh, covered by the shade, and so it's had to find its well, way through. It looks the sun. like a big blanket, a big yellow blanket. Yeah, they're uh, they're, coming really, out of the they're an interesting plant for sure. All right, 210-308-8867, and we've got our buddy Edmund Prusky on the line from Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas. Going to talk about what's going on there. What you say, Edmund? How are you? Hey, we're doing well. Everybody's cold. Everybody, it's comfort food weekend. Everybody's uh, shopping for something to cook in the house. Mm-hmm. 
And what are they getting? Oh, wow. We've got uh, some really nice lean stew meat in the counters, real popular. Of course, we've got shank soup bones, osobuco. We've got oxtail, if anybody wants to go that route for caldo. Uh, pot roast is really popular. Our stuffed pork chops have been going well today. People are wanting to bake something in the oven inside, and they look great. And they oh, are that's great. smart. Cooking. You bet. How about chili ingredients? Yeah, we got to talking about chili when we were talking because we're uh, just about to get cold. Last week. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what do you what do you recommend over a Pruskis for chili? What kind of meat do I get? Oh gosh, we've got several blends up on the counter. All the popular ones. We've also got a large variety of all the Fiesta spices with the uh, chili powder, chili quick, uh, Gebhardt's chili powder. We've got several chili mixes, and we've got coarse ground chili meat in the counter mm. as well as all the onions peppers anything that you want to put in there out on the produce counter so we've got everything you need for that pot of chili do you want to ask him about our debate well i, I wanted to ask him about that yeah okay go go, go. so uh are you when you have chili do you have cornbread or do you do crackers and do and you I'll put like- beans in your chili or do you not put oh. beans in your chili nope i don't put beans in my chili uh, beans are, are a separate thing generally when I'm fixing chili. I do like cornbread. Now, that was a thing growing up. We usually had a pot of beans on the stove and over the top of cornbread. And then if you've got some chili, I think chili and cornbread is really a, a good good mix myself personally. But there's nothing wrong with a good saltine cracker and a bowl of chili. That's what I do. I'm a cracker guy. Uh, I like to break them up in there. Just kind of push them down with your spoon down into chili and let them soak up all that goodness. And that's that's the way to eat crackers and chili, I think. Yep. And and the other question that came out was, does anybody, do you ever have people that want to get it and put it over spaghetti? <laughs> you know, believe well, it or not. silence. <laughs> <laughs> chili over spaghetti Thanks. or pasta? One of the things that a good low-cal diet was chili. Mashed potatoes was one of my favorites growing up. Really? Oh, yeah. Chili and mashed potatoes, that's a full meal deal right there. Huh, do you just you get, you put the, do you do it special, like kind of dig a little hole in the chili or in the potatoes oh, and yeah. fill it with chili? Gotta, or? You'd have to. Part. You bet. No, you got to make a little hole in the middle and put the chili in there and then. Just start from the middle and each way out with the with the chili. Oh man, chili and mashed potatoes. Yep, that was a staple. At our so that house. brings about what kind of cheese do you use? Cause oh, it is. I have to have cheddar. It is uh, cheese lovers' day. So yeah, it is cheese lovers. Cheddar cheese with chili is kind of the go-to. We've also got some blended cheese, which is a Spanish cheese that has uh, three types of cheeses in it, with a, a Colby Jack and a cheddar, and a Monterey Jack, I believe, is in the the white one that's in there. I'm getting hungry. But yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about that right now. <laughs> Talking to yeah. Edmund Prusky of Prusky's Market on Highway 87 in Atkins, Texas. He'll he'll tell you how to get there in a second. But I thought I saw on Facebook you posted a little about the seniors and singles uh, packs. Uh, can you talk a little bit? Because I thought that was a great idea. It is. It's smaller packages, a seniors and singles bundle. Uh, right now, we've actually done a lot of them with uh, parents whose kids are going back off to college and they have an apartment, are able to cook. It's smaller portions for an individual that doesn't have a lot of freezer space. 
and it's one of our most popular items for college kids, actually, going back to school, and mom and dad are hooking them up so they're not just eating at the, the pizza place all the time. So it, it works real well for, uh, of course, folks by themselves. If you want to get some, you got your parents at home, and they're older and don't get out with this weather, the seniors and singles bundle is, is really great. Of course, we can customize any kind of order anybody's looking for. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I thought I really liked that when I read it. Well, Edmund, tell us how to get to Prusky's Market. We're located out in Atkins, actually, the Sayers community. If you're coming around Loop 410, take the Rigsby exit. We're just five minutes out on 87. If you're on 1604, take the Highway 87 exit. Come on back in, three miles inside of 1604 at the corner of uh, FM 1628 right there on the east side. You can certainly give us a call at 210-649-2151, and we can have your order ready for you when you get there. Very cool. And check them out on Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. That's Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. I make the guys hungry here, so I'm going to have to come one morning and uh, pick up a bunch of stuff and uh, and bring it in. I did, I, did, did, I did serve him some sausage. Will, but will, will he be open tomorrow so I can get my package for the great Lions victory? <laughs> do you, do you, do you hey, have a package for Detroit Lions help. fans? <laughs> yeah, we'll be open tomorrow. Yeah. All right. All, all one of them. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, That's cool. You'll have to call Edmund. How late, how late tonight? I'm trying to remember. Uh, we're open till, seven, uh, till 6. I'm sorry. 6 tonight and 9 to 5 tomorrow. Perfect. Thank you, Edmund. Always fun talking you to bet. you. Stay Bye-bye. warm. Yeah, we're trying. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. When last we left last week, Trace's prediction was that uh, people were going to call in about their Sago Palms. So, and I was right. Yeah, I was going to say, how did it go? Um, those who covered will probably be just fine. Those yeah. who do not are going to have a lot of yellow fronds to cut. Okay, but the plant is still alive? They, the majority of them will be quite alive. Okay. That was neat when we had Snowmageddon or whatever we're calling it, Freezathon, Freeza. Yuri. Yuri, when Yuri, Yuri hit. Uh, and there were people, I don't know who particularly, but they were just predicting like 95% of them were dead. Um, but it was... F- it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I know. I'm, I didn't say any names. Uh, but yeah, there was some that you could see in the neighborhood, and you could see when it warmed up, you would see the little shoots, the green come out amongst the orange, or the rather well, the yellow. Even, the, there yeah, were even can. some that yeah. people that kind of dumped them in the corner. And then, oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they, then they'd suddenly they'd see some yeah. green sprouts. Yeah, huh. remember or, or babies. Yeah, we remember we tell people you know cut them off with a machete or sharp knife. And, yeah, and you know, try to grow them again. Same thing happened when they put them in the mulch pile. All of a sudden they got a little growth coming oh. out. Oh, yeah. hmm. Yeah, so, almost all of them. So that pretty. Uh, so it remains right. to be seen about Mexican fan palms. Yeah, which ones are those? That's the, what everybody. <laughs> that was the majority of what. Crashed and burned. Oh, um, is that, that the big tall one? Yes, tall well, skinny one. Okay. Now it looked like they didn't. Uh, the few I saw, they didn't cover them either. They did not. The Sagos or the Mexican the fan? Mexican uh, fan. I still okay. see them around town. 
still standing there as a tribute to the cold weather. Oh, from 21. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I still see those two. And, and I've seen some fall. Uh, I was driving down by the Brook Hollow Library, and one fell and went through a fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently they're pretty heavy yeah. when dead. Uh, those are terribly heavy. Yeah. But uh, the ones that are all along Woodlawn and by Woodlawn Lake yeah. and in that, the old ones. Different, are, different species. Okay, which one's that? Because that's, that's the one that I saw. F- uh, nah, you got me doing it. Philophera, Philophera, different ways to pronounce that. Washingtonia. Oh, okay. Philophera. Okay. They and, tend to be, be thicker. I'm sure that uh, Milton sure. will remember that. Uh, no, no, I've told him over the years what it was. When well, English, yeah. is that the California one? That is the California Oh, oh thank you. Yes. Yeah. You, I, so, knew, I knew you were confused. So the that. California one is the Philofarfarfin. Uh, Philofera. <laughs> or Philofera, whichever way is your the saliva. Phil, the Philorup. Yeah. Uh, Washingtonia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> California, as Trace is correct. California fan pop, okay. as opposed to the Mexican fan pop. Which uh, someday you'll have to tell me, or maybe now if you want to. Were those going to make it? Which one? With the the Freedom Washingtonia. The, the Fer- <laughs> they they uh, they frequently uh, endure. Oh, good. Temperatures. There's classic pictures of snow on them all over in California, where okay they tend to be in the desert, uh, receiving. Cool, very yeah. cold temperatures. Well, that's yeah. good, though. Yeah. So, um, th- those, I'm not going to say all of them will survive a freeze, but the large portion of them survive a freeze. Okay. As opposed to the, the Mexican, which just the reverse. Most of those die. Are going to go? Yeah. Okay. What are, are there any other palms? We, we I know sagos are not really palms. Yeah, they are cycads, but uh, there's other palms. There are the, the feather palms. You see the phoenix and the date. Uh, they didn't do as well. Okay. Or they will not do as well. Uh, that. There's uh, the queen that always goes. Um, some people keep trying to... Do they come the back or no? no the, they, the, they go, they go. The queen goes. Okay. Yeah, all dead. Okay. Uh, but there are other types of uh, fan palms and uh, feather palms. Now, another one is a Chinese windmill. Hmm. The windmill palm is a very cold-tolerant palm. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was just going to agree. Yeah. And the um, Mediterraneans oh, yeah. should all thank do you, fine. Thank you, thank you. The Mediterranean fan palm uh, is a little lower, multi-trunk. And uh, that one is very cold tolerant as well. I okay. grow up in the Dallas area. Or has. Oh, yeah. Has, well, that it, would it was be... always a rule of thumb. Uh, and, of course, we can throw those out. But rule of thumb that that, that palm will grow all the way in the Metroplex. Up to the metric. Oh, okay. So I know you were thinking it, but you didn't ask. Oh, what's that? Washingtonia robusta is apparently the Mexican fan palm. Yeah. Oh. How, how ironic. Oh. How ironic. The robusta is not. As robust as the... As the philophera. The philophera for... Yeah. The California. The California palm. The Mexican is not as robust okay. as, the, as the California fan palm. Okay. Despite the name. Despite the name. It's all marketing. Yeah. Was there so if you go down uh, to that area, not so much maybe further north of 410, but if you go inside the loop, like along San Pedro and Blanco and all that, and to Woodlawn Lake, I mean, there was a time when those palms were super popular. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's a house down in in uh, what is 
the Jefferson High School area called now? Um, I forgot. Uh, Monticello. Thank you. Yeah. And, and Woodlawn Lake. Monticello. There are very few Monticello homes Park. that don't, that don't yeah. have those bombs. Yeah. So was that a... Uh, was that a big thing to plant yes. the palms? Okay. And if you remember that, yeah. So when what, wood, Woodlawn palms were planted, we're talking 40s. That's yeah, that's so. what I figured. And so a lot of those homes were built at the same time. So, yeah. Okay. In the Monticello Park neighborhood. Yeah. What is the lifespan? Which ones Which ones are the palms? We said those were the Californias? Mm-hmm. Oh, and how long is the longevity of a California... Uh, yeah, I know. It's it's like no Appar- one's ever, Appar- no one's ever really asked me that. Uh, oh, so uh, I would say know. I would say about forty to fifty. Okay. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So that well, means, well look. I know. Look I was going to say that road. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, we figure so, those were planted even in the late forties, yeah. they, uh, they're, they're yes, more than fifty. Uh, more than ooh man, they're almost eighty along, years old. Uh, yeah, Woodlawn almost. Avenue. Yeah, but they have had some mortality in the last oh. decade or so. So okay. they're reaching their their limit. Okay. And do you suggest people plant them for, like, homeowners still? I, I, if somebody wants a big palm, yeah, I will always suggest a sable. Oh. Because we couldn't, I don't think we could get cold enough to hurt one of those. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they are much, much slower growing, which makes them more expensive. Okay. I'll have to Google sable palms and see what they look like. Are they look no, like s- the ones we've been talking about? Sable. 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 Say ball. S A B A double L or ball. S A B A L. Okay. And there's many varieties on that. Okay. So, or species, I should say. Um, and you just asked me, you know, which are the most tolerant, cold tolerant, which survived most. Those were the ones that actually survived. Oh, most. okay. I haven't seen a dead one yet. Yeah. Wow. And I, I'm I'm sure we sell them. So we do. Yeah. Okay. So you have a native one, a Mexican or Texas sable. Mm-hmm. That's one that's in oh. the valley, um, it, and theoretically grew all the way up here. And then we have the uh, cabbage or palmetto, which is the East Coast one, uh, uh, South Carolina, the palmetto state. Mm-hmm. So that one is very cold. And then uh, a native one, native-ish one, the uh, palmetto state park. Mm-hmm. Been there. the same name. But it gets about eight, ten feet max. But no, but no, I've never really seen one with a trunk. Yeah, I know. Just the fronds coming yeah. out of the ground. Oh, that's Supposedly, that's why I, no, you missed it. I went like this, no. uh, so eight foot. Yeah. I'll throw in needle palm, and then needle yeah. palm, no problem with cold. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the needle palm? Is it? It's kind of like a palmetto palm. It's just, yeah. There's no real trunk, at least of what I've seen. Um, but lots and lots of fronds. Yeah, we had them on the river walk a lot. Oh, wow. So, um, for that reason, it's kind of a little bushy one. You know? Okay. Tropical looking. Very nice. And all these we have, so if people like them, if they Google them and like them, they can come here and get them? Yes. Okay. Well, That's except for the... The minor. Uh, say ball minor. No, it's... Uh, Do we have it? I'd have to go look. Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, Mexican fan palm, I probably don't have, and I probably don't have a California fan palm. Oh, Okay. All right, well, we're going to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Trace Hazlett, Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch, uh, Milton Glick, back in a moment right after this on 930 AM. This is The Answer. 
We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and Trace will be back with us. So give us a call if you got a question about uh, the impact of uh, the recent weather on your plants. We'll talk with you about them, tell you kind of what to look for and uh, and uh, what, what you can do in the meantime, if anything. I'm guessing at 37, are we covering? Or if it hasn't been covered at this point, it's too late or what? I'm I'm not covering or recommending okay. covering at 37. There may be some things. You yes, know. some plants that may need it, but yeah. we're talking really tropical stuff, subtropical. We got my bougainvillea in the house, the, um, the fire spikes in the house, the amaryllis is in the house, the uh, purple heart is in the house. Purple heart? Should I not do that? Well, or is it kind of like why? If you got lots of space, yeah, it, if you like yeah, lots of space, like, it's more like why. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's 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 just there, so we'll we'll keep it. Uh, I, uh, the only one I put in was the some of the uh, uh, cyclamen that were in uh, small containers that I could yeah were easy to carry. Well, yeah, and then because uh, it would uh, affect the flowers too. Yeah. And once you get the flowers, it, it takes a really long time for cyclamen to. Regenerate those. Hmm. Have a long enough to before the heat gets here, or oh, Mark's giving me that look. <laughs> that that I, like, I don't know. Not uh, if they're killed outside. Yeah. If okay. you put took them inside, the fl- the flowers get a little beat up from the. We did take heat. A couple. Oh no! Come on. But <sighs> but they. Uh, well, that's what they, they originally they, were grown for. That's better than having the flowers. Yeah. They originally Follow. were grown for being an indoor, indoor. plant. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867 is the number, by the way. 210-308-8867. Uh, what are some uh, other things folks wait, should kind of... Yes, well, yes? I was going to mention that, oh, it's getting that time of the month for the paper whites to start blooming and, oh. and adding fragrance to all your rooms. Yeah. <laughs> You may, you, may as well, you may as well let your dog go poop in the house. <laughs> Is that what they smell like? No, but... At, I know that, they're fragrant. That's, your fe- that's what you have is a feeling. You know, this unease of oh. overwhelming, sickening, sweet. Actually, oh. if it's outside, you get a. it's not as bad. You can uh, tolerate it. Inside, it gets, it gets kind of overwhelming for some people. Okay, so you should... Be noticing them, but there's yeah, nothing. So, if you haven't so, planted them, there's nothing you can do. So uh, uh, Calvin and I and Jerry used to do 12 months of color. Right. And so our, our January was uh, paper whites and uh, loquat uh, so for color in, in that. Uh, plus your annuals that you would all have. Snaps and yeah. stocks. Okay. Uh, so it's just, it just reminded me as just going oh what's the kind of the the colors for january oh yeah paper whites yeah okay they they come back 
Ever eaten a deer? Don't eat them. That's yeah. another. another oh, uh, uh, who was it? Was it James talking about his daffodils? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One of the reasons why I love uh, Narcissus daffodils are the fact that they tend to perennialize. So uh, that in bearded iris and daffodils, well, we like because they uh, they they last over several years. Not going to last permanently, but they last over several years, and then you have to divide them and yeah. put them in. Well, the some field. of the cemetery iris, uh, the co- yeah. question is that, or the answer is that most, some of them do last yeah. for years and yeah. years and years and years. Yeah, so that, 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 that little imp in East Texas, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Greg Grant. Yeah, <laughs> And that's what he, he would search out those cemeteries looking for those particular irises. Those are the ones that would last years yeah, and years and years. That was years. a smart theory, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess it was true. Yes, it was true. Yeah. yeah. Or is true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. I've got uh, a patch that's designated for cemetery iris. Uh, I haven't haven't started planting it yet, but uh, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting the urge. Every time I get near it, I kind of mm-hmm. grab the shovel, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the good news about that is that you... Uh, an iris, you don't have to do much digging. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And the, uh, uh, again, the deer don't generally don't right. eat them. Uh, the iris and, and the daffodils, narcissus, yeah. they uh, don't tend to tell. They, maybe they'll occasionally munch on the flowers, but yeah. not, not the foliage. That's why we always recommend, too, on any kind of new uh, plant that you plant in the, in the deer area. Uh, plant the liquid uh, put the liquid fence on it for mm-hmm. once a week for I used to say three weeks is all but I, I know a lot of gardeners talk about six weeks or eight weeks some of them keep just keep doing it I, I was going to say I always heard you know eight to twelve you know, on that to get at least three months now, of growth I had uh, this is the first time I had the an iris patch now I've got one one on one side of the yard that is the cemetery iris, and the deer have never bothered that. So then I planted a, I ordered a bunch of the irises from the uh, internet uh, yeah. supplier, and uh, went through that drought period, and uh, eventually, between the weather and the deer, they're all gone now. Hmm. So. I, I still have to have this hesitation, but these were some of these were pretty were pretty fancy, yeah. and I'm uh, hoping that the cemetery iris are, are much more uh, resistant to the deer damage. We'll see. Yeah, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Tell us what you're seeing at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I was wondering if you could figure out uh, uh, or predict. Uh, with the cold weather, that people who have blankety blank plants, uh, fill in the blankety blank, right, by the way, uh, may have more success with them this year uh, than before. If you're thinking, oh, with this cold, we'll probably notice something coming up more. Or maybe we'll see less of the winter weeds, like y'all were talking last week with the bed straw and the hen bit and stuff like that. The problem that occurs is a lot of times is in other parts of the country where that 
maybe important mm-hmm. is they have a nice gradual, gradual freeze down, and the plant uh, develops a hardness, hardiness. But mm-hmm. here, it, it drops. Down to the teens and then goes up to 70s. Well, you can even see it in uh, these freezes we had. The early freezes, our plants are much more susceptible than the the later freezes, even when the temperatures are are, uh, less. uh, Because of that hardening off, um, and and so you... Now watch, uh, you know, if we have... Let's see, what is it now? It's almost... February. Right. If we have a freeze in March, well, everybody will kind of be scrambling, mm-hmm. maybe, and doing more covering and uh, heat sources, right. and I, they may not need them then. But uh, as the, as the the daylight returns, uh, mm-hmm. then the plants get re- their their physiology tends to get ready to uh, start growing, and then if it does start growing, then we get a freeze. That's always very harmful. To the plant growth. Okay. Right now, it's harmful, but not as harmful as it was when everything starts growing. Oh, gotcha. And okay. then we get a, a sharp one. Okay. All right. Beth is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And Beth has a mystery plant question. Uh, Beth, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Okay. What's your mystery plant, Beth? Well, some people are, have referred to it because it's a hanging basket type plant. It's not a cigar or whatever they used called it, a cigar plant or something. Instead, it blooms a a red flower that's like a trumpet, like a horn, you know, not like a cigar. Anyway, it starts with an R, I think. Anyway, it is, it kind of is like, it's not a vine, but it, it stays close to the ground. It has long limbs that arch. Um, okay, okay, they're thinking. Yeah. Well, I was um, initially I was got a cigar plant. We always called uh, a kufia cigar plant, but that's not what it is. No, that's not it. Anyway, what I want to know is that it did not freeze. I have a lot of it. In fact, mm. it, you almost can, can, could consider it invasive. It does creep, but when it blooms, it is really pretty. And I got my start years ago in a little four-inch pot from that nursery up near New Braunfels. Remember the good guy that ran the place uh any yeah the any, south of the brothels yeah yeah anyway so it's i it did not freeze which i am so glad to know because everything yeah, else did even if it, started, bad. If, if it started with an r and it had an orange flower and it didn't freeze i'm going to say rucellia that's what that's i have in my fire, mind firecracker oh good uh-huh. Oh, you two are good. Firecracker. Okay. Well, anyway, whenever what I want to know is now, sh- should I cut it back, kind of hedge it back? Not now. In the February, early March, uh, right before it's going to start actually growing. Is it a okay. is it a plant that the hummingbirds like? Oh yeah, uh, pollinators. Yeah, 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 they would, they would yeah, like it. It's an elongated yeah. trumpet-shaped flower. Yeah. yeah, it's really pretty when it is just lush with flowers. And I didn't know when would be the time to cut it back a little bit so it won't be creeping so far, you know, out Tradi- of its bound. Yeah, out Trace of its is right. Bound. Trace is right. Our traditional time is last week in February, first week of March. Okay, That's it's very the general. Pretty. The general rule of thumb. 
Well, isn't that interesting? And the deer don't eat it because I have a major problem with deer. Then here they don't eat it, and they don't eat that butterfly vine either. That sounds like so. a good plant. Oh, the, yeah, the but, well, with the yellow flowers, the butterfly vine. Yeah, that one with the yellow flowers. It's oh, cool. Yeah, we had some. We we had some questions about that. We we stated that they didn't eat it, but we were a little suspicious. Um, oh no! Because we really didn't have a lot of plants out there, but uh, that's oh, good news. Oh, listen! I really I had called several months ago, wanting to think about using Roundup or something because it has just taken over as a ground cover, and it has crept like fifty to sixty feet away, you know. And the deer don't eat it; it's growing in the ground. And it, I have decided I am going to. We need it down real low this time and maybe put something over to kind of smother it to keep it from growing in a place that I don't want it. And which one is this now? The butterfly it's a butterfly. Uh, that, that's not going to work, just so you know. Yeah. Um, and it's so you need, to, you, need, you need to find the ones that you want to keep and the ones that you don't want to keep. So define that. And then that is a woody plant. So Roundup wouldn't work. What you're talking about is probably not going to work. Uh, you're gonna have to use you have to use that cut vine stump killer. That that's what I had decided. If I if I weed it out, weed eat it down because that's it's coming out fresh now. And if I weed eat it down and start with a say a three by three or four foot square and treat those stubs with that vine and stump remover, if I could get it away from the house and put it out to where I'm going to let it be like a shrub you know keep the vines from going so the only, anyway. the only drawback you're going to find is everything that's connected is also going to crash and burn hmm. so oh, okay. it might go into areas that you're wanting to keep it you, I mean you're still not going to get rid of it all but um, no, it's I not, wouldn't. That, that product's going to be it's going to go into the root system and any other vines that might still be attached uh, are going to suffer as well Huh. I've never well, I, heard of it uh, described as a, an evader yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, it, but, it, send, it sends those runners 50 feet away from where the mother plant was. I st- I'll tell you what, I got some coral vine <laughs> that I'll uh, t- yeah. trade you. Trade Except the freeze has wiped out the coral vine now to the ground. Uh, yeah, that's a, a temporary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would do what Trace is suggesting. I'd put a little like pink plastic tape or orange plastic tape around the ones you want and then well, go to town on the other stuff. I'd, yeah, I'd like to get all of them that are right close to the house and <clears throat> let the ones that are 50 feet away from the back door... They're growing on the chain link fence, up the crepe myrtles, up the live oaks. Just really you know, if you, if you figured out a market to sell off the seed pods, you could be very wealthy. <laughs> right. Well, those little seed pods, they're cute, you know. And <laughs> That's people, what I'm saying. People, <laughs> yeah, people who would like to do little craft work, little artwork, yeah, that would be nice. You might but anyway, make a little money on the side. <laughs> yeah. But one one other thing now, this is not plant-related, but I get tearful when I hear y'all talking about Thomas Jefferson. I graduated Thomas Jefferson oh, in yes. 19, 1947, 1947. And when I think back about Jefferson, 
I remember getting off the bus, via bus, wasn't called via Zid, and walking up the hill a little ways to the entrance by the Rose Garden and the beautiful grounds and landscaping. I loved that school. Their library was wonderful. It was the first really true big library I'd ever been into. And it was, I just loved Thomas Jefferson. It was wonderful. Well, it was pre- it was a premier school. So I, I mean, think, I think I'm with everybody. We're all trying to do the math. No, 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 uh, no. I'm, I'm not. not I'm, no, I wasn't even going to go there. Seventy six years ago. <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. I'm ninety. I'm ninety three years old. Wow, that's great, Beth. I know because I was born in forty seven, so I'm seventy six oh. years old. Oh. So yeah, what I was went, what was the neighborhood like when you were graduating oh, from Jefferson? Like, you could ride like your horse. Like y'all were talking about a while ago, palm trees and uh, really beautiful landscaping and a lot of, um, well, I can't think of the one, a shrub that's evergreen and blooms little white flowers that are very fragrant. And we would have camellias. No, no, gardenias. Abelia is probably Anyway, but I went to Mark Twain, Mark Twain Middle very good. Uh, well, oh, okay. What's that? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Oh, we might, I think we lost you, Beth. But thank you for sharing yeah. that. And thanks that for calling. Great call, Beth. Yeah. yeah, call us again. We want to keep in touch with you. I used to have a friend that uh, she used to ride her horse down, hmm. the, down the hill to go to Jefferson when it was first started. So how do you feed your horse in the middle of the day? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe she went back. Okay, well, we'll take this opportunity. That was cool. I love learning about old sanitary. Somebody, uh, oh, question. We'll, we'll find out. Up, did, okay. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace is going to go tackle that one. We'll be 210-308-8867. We'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Of everything in Texas. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Beth, we, we lost you there, so you got disconnected. So you call us back whenever you want to. Uh, 210, Beth's a frequent listener, so we give her preference. Should I say what I, the other plan I thought it could have been? Oh, yeah, sure. It's, if it wasn't firecracker fern, you thought well, it was. The flowers are bigger than I was thinking trumpet vine, but then I couldn't figure out why anybody would grow that in a hanging basket. Oh, okay. Out with a hanging basket. And I went on and I Googled the firecracker fern, and yes, I have seen it here. Um, it's it's very nice. I, I've been telling David for years it should be a Texas superstar. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost indestructible. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's real pretty, and I know we've had them because uh, I remember seeing them in the sale. Yeah, we've run them on special. I like it because it's sun or shade. It'll do both. It'll do well in both. It prefers sun, and you get more flowers that way, but yeah. So it's one of those plants that when people are putting in parking lots and, you know, really hot areas that don't necessarily get irrigated as well as they should, uh, it can survive that. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of it in the medians between the parking slots, so, you know, people's cars are running. They might be running for 30 oh, minutes yeah. to get all that heat, and they still come out smelling like a rose. Okay. Oh, nope, sp- it doesn't have a fragrance. Sorry. Speaking of roses, uh, <laughs> in the um, I think you said maybe getting some knockouts in too, right? I, I did not say. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm sure I will in the next Good. two weeks. 
because we kind of we kind of put everything on uh, procrastination. Oh, with the weather. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think if the. Um, so I've got things I ordered like three weeks ago that I said, "Hey, don't bring that yet." Um, Did the knockouts do well with the cold? They should have. Yeah. Yeah. It should be. Like I said, uh, the all, is, all roses should. Uh, but the question in, on our end is: Do you want them to still look pretty? When it's done, or do you want to have to take the leaves off and have them leaf back out again? Oh, and that's whether you should cover or not. Well, that's what, just what we do. We want to keep the foliage. Yeah, you got to to keep them more sellable. Uh, Mark was mentioning uh, some sale items. Um, this is a great opportunity on the living Christmas trees. I mean, yep. Christmas is gone, but and, and you can get to them. Uh, they are fifty off on yep. Italian stone pine and uh, Aleppo. Aleppo. Yep. The Christmas for a dollar. There's still a cartload of it. It's almost free, Milton. Yeah, I know. i got to walk back there. Um, you know how cheap I am. You can get to the Cyclamen. You can get to the Primrose. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, you mean it's on the tables right now? You can go right to it. Put it back on the tables, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Primrose is sure pretty. Uh, it's one of my faves. Uh, so I yeah, like it a lot. Calvin has his Cyclamen. I have my Primrose. Oh, okay. So even then, in the dead of this cold, we had people shopping, mm-hmm. and guess where they were? Okay, based on last week, I'm going to go say houseplants. That's correct. Wow. That's really so fun. So lots and lots of houseplants, uh, even even on that uh, that really cold day with the, was it Monday? Monday yeah, Monday. yeah, Monday was, was that freezing. Cloudy. We, we still, yeah. we still yeah. sold houseplants. Were the purchases related to the cold weather, or were they just why? I think they were related to they wanted to throw away their poinsettia. Yeah. That's my thought. But we did have some restaurants and stuff come in, too, and uh, bought a lot of houseplants. Oh, good. We had one, one transaction yesterday that was all houseplants, carts and carts. Huh. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm glad. We, we still have... Uh, <laughs> that's that's oh. very happy. It was a nice business deal. All right. Well, Beth is back. I think she wanted oh. to finish up. Oh, okay. okay. 210-308-8867. We lost you, Beth. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, I, South Texas. I thought it was because I was talking so much and I got off the topic of plants with no, my... No, no we, anyway, we, we loved it. We, we were like interested it. in hearing about Jefferson. Well, it it really was a beautiful, wonderful school and... Uh, it still is, but it's just not the same. In fact, I met my husband there uh, when I was probably a junior or so. He was older than me, but anyway, that's another reason why it's important. But I did have one other one question for y'all: Is there a rose, for, for particularly Belinda's dream, that one could buy in a large pot or plant it in a large pot and possibly have it bloom? Uh, you, you know, bet. There he is. No doubt. Yeah. You, you bet. You could do bullet stream in a container. I think Milton's I would like. Yeah, I have successfully uh, accomplished it. And if he can do it, anybody can. Yeah, I had miss. I had Belinda's dream in a container for a while. Well, they, I think the only reason we lost it was we, it got too wet with the rains. They want to get six feet tall and six feet wide. Right. Almost all of those uh, old-fashioned, tough modern roses are that same size, except your. Of course, your metabolism is ten, huge. Ten by ten. Yeah. Well, and the, even uh, Mrs. Dudley Cross is a little larger. But uh, if, you did it, if you did it in like a half whiskey barrel size or a, a, a 22-inch pot, a 30-gallon yeah. nursery container, I think you could be successful for a long period of time. Yeah, oh, that'd be what, great. What about those miniature roses? They're, how did they, I've never grown them. How do they do? Do they prosper for years and years? So I knew a, a lady, her name was Elfie Dry, 
and she did a ton of miniature roses and containers, and she was very, very successful. Uh, well, I had a Cecile Bruner. I had a Cecile Bruner that did fairly well in a container. Uh-huh. Uh, the top of the container was probably 30 inches across. But event, it, I had it there a long time, and finally it died. But this Cecile, uh, this other one, this uh, Belinda's Dream, I'd like to have it sort of like a patio plant. In in uh, respect to my age, uh, I didn't want to have something that was going to need mm-hmm. three years before it would bloom. You know, if you, I get, thought enough, it, oh, if you yeah. get enough sun, you're not you're not going to have an right. issue, and I don't think the pot's a problem. Oh, they'll uh, and they'll bloom in a year. Yeah, the same year. Oh, might even. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to yeah, figure out year. the top of the pot, and that's a that's a nice size. That's pot. a good pot. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds all good. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay, that Thanks. was all, and thank you all for listening. Sure. Okay. We enjoyed it, Beth. You call uh, us back. Yeah. Thanks, bye-bye. Beth. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. That was nice. Yeah, we need to find out. I was trying to remember what what movie was filmed at Jefferson. Uh, there was a like a high school rock and roll movie filmed at Jefferson. No. I should look it up online. You should ask Siri. <laughs> Good. No, yeah. There was one at, at Alamo Heights. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, Johnny Be Good or something. Oh, like that. oh yeah. But this was like that was like in the eighties, right? And uh, yeah, this was in. That's the, correct. This Sounds was, like it ought to be an Elvis movie. Oh, maybe oh, Johnny Be Good or well, any, uh, anything that was done at a uh, school. Uh, I'll have to. I'll look it up. All right, two one zero, or maybe a listener wants to call in and tell us two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's outside of San Antonio at eight six six. 308 was it the Alamo? What's John that? Wayne? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was not filmed at Jefferson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, they, they took a break while I went to Jefferson and just hung out and yeah. talked to the kids, tried to recruit them. Uh, let's see. What else did we uh, have? We mentioned some of the sale items, and we talked about the, uh, the Cyclamen and the uh, Living Christmas. You want to talk about the characteristics of Aleppo and Italian Stone? Well, what they look like now versus what they're going to look like later are completely different. Okay. Uh, so right now they have new growth, which is real small and tight and like a bluish gray color. Uh, but the old growth, uh, which is what you can see the bulk of it when they get big, are long, traditional green, piney looking needles. So it looks like a... Particularly on the uh, Italian stone pine. So they're going, they have very long needles when they... They uh, start growing from their their shape right now as an uh, and living it, Christmas tree. So they that, and they look like a big flat top tree. A flat and, top tree. Yeah, I don't know what that means. A big pine, but has a flat canopy. Now there's examples yeah, at at the uh, at Fort Sam Houston, hmm. which we could get into, but but there's a lot of the neighborhoods around Fort Sam Houston that have these uh, Italian stone pines. Oh, okay. How about the uh, the Leppos at one of the bases too? Uh, they're both at the bases, um, and then the Leppo is is a darker green when it matures and with a shorter needle. And uh, Leppo is, to me is a got a. Classic pine shape. Cla- classic oval pine. Yeah. Uh, straight trunk with. Right. Goes, uh, what? How tall do they get here? They'll get 70 or 80 feet other places. Uh, other places. Uh, the the Italian stone pine's going to be a little taller. Leppo's going to be a little shorter. So is that right? About 40 so feet. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
About 40 feet, right? Wow. There. Yeah, it yeah. does have sort of a flat top. It has yeah. crow, has trunk, and then... Yeah. Okay. And when you think it looks of like a pine palm. trees in the Tuscan Hill Country and the Appines, that's what it's going to be. Okay. And it does say 40 to 80 feet tall. Yeah. But so, not, not around depth, here. Soil depth is going to be... Oh, contribute to that. Anything can get. Okay. Yeah. Soil depth and timing of moisture. So does one of the two that you mentioned look like if I liked uh, the Houston pines, the East Texas pines? Uh, Yes, it will look like a loblolly. uh, The Aleppo would look like a a loblolly, but shorter. Oh, okay. I'm going to go look it up, too. So uh, a loblolly out in East Texas and sometimes in Floresville will be uh, 60 feet tall. Uh, again, depth of soil and appropriate moisture. Yeah. At the right time. They, they do look more like the, and they've got the pine cones yeah. kind of look, yeah. looks like. But the loblolly won't survive here. No, not here. No. no. But the, they do have them. Um, if anybody's been drove 181 down to Floresville, all of a sudden you start seeing these pine trees. Those are... Uh, uh, pine loblolly pines from Bastrop area. Hmm. Uh, at, with the Texas Forest Service, we used to sell those. Those that we have here on sale, they'll actually survive. In our they're, they're, yeah, Aleppo as in Aleppo, Syria, uh, so it withstands drought tolerant and 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 survives alkaline soil. And same thing with the Italian stone pine. They they they. I'm not going to say prefer it, but they'll tolerate uh, alkaline soil and drought, drought conditions. Yeah. And, and survive for years and years. That's yes. cool. Yes. You, again, those places around How? Fort Sam Houston, at Fort Sam Houston, they've uh, 50, 60 years, not a problem. How quick growing are they? How fast growing? Uh, there lies in the problem. Okay. Italian stone is notorious for being slow. Aleppo's uh, going to be faster. Okay. Okay, I got a... But, but Al, you didn't answer what movie. Uh, yeah, 1940, 20th century Fox film, high school, used exteriors and back projection at Thomas J. Or Thomas Jefferson High School. Oh, the name of the film is High School. Okay. Okay. I'm not on my, my high I bet list. you Beth knows. Okay, Beth, when you call us back, we're going to ask you that question. You don't have to call us back today, though. Maybe tomorrow. Call us yeah. back tomorrow, Beth, and tell us. Were you, was she in the movie? Oh, I wonder if she was. She didn't say it. She would have told us. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So we have living Christmas trees, and we also have lots of pottery on sale. Oh, yeah, the... the oh, um, I was say, no, yeah. I told Yeah, I did. <laughs> And you can get to them. Yes. That's the important I don't thing. think I've ever heard them called pottery. Well, pottery. Yeah. I guess. We Jars. Have, we have two sizes on sale. We have a lot of pots, but mm. we have two sizes on sale. Uh, yeah, the the big those are those are huge though. Those they're, are great. That's are a, it's a, fabulous. It's a big and it's a huge deal. It is. Yeah. It's the the rim, the the big the heavy, rim doors. heavy rims. Yeah, yeah they're, I like they're those. Over a two hundred dollar normal retail. And we've got them um, three for a hundred. Yeah, and then the other ones are—is that an advertised special or are they still on I special? I think they're advertised. Those are four for a hundred. Yeah, 
Is that the 18? Yeah, uh, 18, 18 terracotta. Yeah, that's that, a great deal. That's on a there. traditional looking clay pot. Yeah. The other one is... Uh, it's got the rim and it's a little more yeah. decorative. That's another thing that... Uh, and so I, I always want a good gift. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what do we got? Valentine's Day coming up. So uh, he's trying to think of a way to buy three, give one away as a gift, and keep yeah. the other two. <laughs> yeah. ah, that's well, a good but, idea. Uh, if they're a, a gardener that relies on containers, yeah. four is not... So what's the largest thing you could put in the 22-inch? Uh, Meaning, because I always, I do, I like, I know there are people like me, uh, not so much anymore, but all we had was, like, sunshine in one area, like, it, it, for most of the day, but it was just like, you know, you couldn't plant by the tree. We had a pecan tree, so we had selective sun. So it was always, you were doing container gardening, because that's all you could do. I, I look at things Part di- weed. differently. Oh, okay. Uh, so in my mind, I would not plant anything that gets taller than that pot is tall. There you go. Oh, wow. And, and that's only about two and a half and feet. That, right. Yeah. But that's me. Okay. For yeah. more than one reason. You have a mismatched root system versus top. Oh. And what happens? Then the wind blows. And it tips and, over. And you don't have a pot anymore. Yeah, it's going to. So I would stick with things that stay shorter, especially if you want longevity out of it. If you're swapping it out regularly, it's indifferent. But if you want longevity, don't put anything in it that gets taller than the pot is tall. Okay. Because um, hmm. I have done in pots, uh, not that even not this big, but like the roses that you were. I even did a Mr. Lincoln one time, and it, it did well. I don't know that you recommend it, but, yeah. And then we did. It's fine in a small pot for a while, but you have to gradually keep getting bigger. Yeah, probably. What about your whoppers? What about my whopper begonia? They are in a shallow but uh, wide pot. Really? Yeah. It's probably about uh, two feet, two and a half feet wide, but only... They'll tolerate almost anything. Yeah. Um, but maybe a f- six, eight, maybe 12 inches. No, it's probably eight inches deep. I like both of those big pots. Yeah. For, oh, for, for the for whoppers? whoppers? Oh, yeah. that'd be good. I can see that. Uh, do you recommend... We need to have a class on... Um, Mixing, mm-hmm. I think we did one time. So, well, like getting a pot, and then what? What you like layering compatible plants? Is that yeah. what it's called? Well, that's what I would call it. Okay, uh, so you have the. So yes, we'll call it that. Okay, the like you could have a lissum plus whoppers plus. Well, you, you don't want so you plants get, that require one plant requires more moisture than another. Okay, so lighting and moisture yeah. both need to be thought about before you start combining. Okay, but then then don't you. So that's the first thing, lighting and moisture, and then height. When they're going to look good, too. Oh, like okay. Like this one is going to do much better in fall and the winter and spring than it will in the summer. The begonia is going to do great in spring, summer, and fall. Okay. So what would be good winter ones that we have? So we have the, the cyclamen, mm-hmm. and then if, you're, if we had the big pot, what would you put in with the cyclamen? Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming we're putting it in the shade then. So yeah. I would put okay. primrose uh, yep. below it. Okay. Or an ivy. Uh, oh. Maybe even an Asian jasmine. Okay. To, to trail off the side. So I've got the green, plus I've got the color on the cyclamen. Mm-hmm. So I've only really got one color with that, right? With the, I guess I can put two different colors of cyclamen. Or primrose, for that matter. Oh, I forgot or, the primrose. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned that. Or the green. So, and then you want maybe a spike. You don't necessarily have to have a spike. 
So that's an up north thing, mm. Milton. So no, a spike. a spike is a dracaena. It doesn't take cold well. Yeah. So there's, again, planning. Um, if I was going to try to pick something that could take the average winter to stick in that, I would probably be doing a dietes. Um, normal winters, it's still going to be there. Uh, a liriope would look okay. I'd see, that, yeah. was, that was my with choice. Liriope with primrose around it. Yeah. Okay, i got to look up the liriope. I know I've seen it. Okay. Or liriope. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. I knew I'd have to translate Tomato and tomato, Milton. Yeah. Speaking of which, do we still have the cyclamen in the... Uh, not the cyclamen. Yes, the, we do. The, the we celebrity do. in we, the uh, greenhouse? There's actually four varieties. <laughs> really? So I looked at this. I don't remember what they... But um, celebrity, there was oh, tycoon. Like. Ooh. Uh, and there was two other varieties. And I think one of them was uh, the fish... Oh, yeah, uh, red, red snapper. snapper. Red. And then one other one. <laughs> yeah, the fish. That's how we all remember it. Red snapper. Okay. Um, Four and a half inch pot. Two ninety nine. They're here already? They're here. And they're getting taller every day because they're in the greenhouse. Hmm. Very cool. So, all right. So, we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about if I come here tomorrow and get them or today. Um, how do I care for them before I plant them? Okay. Okay. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We'll wait till you got your uh, lion's cap on. I got my lion's cap on. You're set. Okay. And a, a terrific jacket. I don't know where you got that jacket, but that is nice. That, that uh, was a Christmas present. Oh, okay. And, uh, and it's sharp-looking, and it's uh, functional. If the presenter is well, listening, well, what thank you. you ha- what my- are you uh, heaping this on there? You got this one that's the same I, or what? No, I can't I just compliment Mark's oh. jacket. No, I asked him to. Asked no, him. he did not. He <laughs> It just everybody has been complimentary on it. People yeah. walking in here off the streets have been saying what a great looking it jacket is. that is. It does. Um, it is. And, it's, and, and yes, yes, it's yes. in the Lions colors. Oh, oh I didn't think official, of that. It's not official Lions gear. Oh, there's a there's a fan of a different. Uh, oh yeah, team. I, I think that was the your, the team that beat him. Was what, what? Which team did the uh, Lions beat? Uh, everyone. I mean, just recently. Oh, recently? Dallas? Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't. Be, that was the the officials took our victory away oh. from the victory over Dallas. Uh, let's see. We Vikings we beat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you notice he brought that up first, Calvin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think that was uh, accidental. Well, it's so unusual. I, I mean, <laughs> well, he was talking about uh, going through... Uh, of course, the bear, the bears are the only bears in the lands. Generally. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to wait for Chris. Uh, not Chris. Uh, who's Chris? Uh, I wanted to wait for uh, Trace to come back so we could talk about the tomatoes, but I guess we can. Uh, okay. Well, what should did, you do if I buy them today? Yeah. What he, should I do? Yeah, we got uh, the the potato, the potting up tomato class schedule. Okay. Here for this is for the twenty fourth. We've also got one that's a week earlier. January twenty fourth. Huh? January twenty fourth. February. 24th. February twenty fourth. Okay. So that's going to be that's uh, quite a wait to get the 
access to those yeah. tomatoes. Yeah, because there and, are people the, that will come trick, out. The deal is that you, you can't plant them this early in that soil. Okay. So we want to pot them up. We want right. to put them in a larger container. And so they have some r- room. You can put them in the, f- in the sun out of the wind. Out, out of the wind was the key feature, yeah. I was going to say. You want and to get some Is it the uh, cold insulin? or the wind that's the worst? The wind. And we don't want it to stop growing. You want it to keep growing. Okay. And so you, you fertilize it and put it there. And then, say, about uh, March 15th to April 1st, you uh, consider planting them in the, in the garden. And that's what we'll... The programs that we'll do in uh, uh, February, we'll... Uh, We'll do. We'll talk about that uh, gardening, tomatoes, and uh, other vegetables, and we'll also uh, pot some tomatoes up. And everybody that will mm-hmm. come will get a tomato. I and they need, they need a, the rodeo tomato. Yeah, it's it's the number something. Yeah. Tomato. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It is a, it is a mystery. It's a mystery plant, like Beth. Uh, it's a, we don't know the name of it. We never will. They're never going to tell us the name. Oh, no. Um, they told me once. I can't remember it. Oh, no. Write it down. You? They told you once, too. Not, that, not this year. year huh? Yeah, no. What was uh, we were trying to get it out of him, but he's a sharp fellow, that, that David Rogers. Yeah, that beard has made him look more Well, I was kind of hoping Trace, Trace would put a little pressure on him. Oh, uh, okay. The, the, name, the name for the, the rodeo. Potting up tomato. Uh, the rodeo well, I, I went to find the other one. So Thunderbird was the one. Oh, was Thunderbird was, was that last year? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thunderbird. So it's last week. Trace said uh, he's got four coming in. Uh, one of them was Celebrity, but he, he didn't right. get the other one. So, again, so we got Celebrity. Celebrity. Red Snapper. Red Snapper. Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Tycoon. And tycoon. And tycoon. There we yeah. go. And I know the name. Oh, you do know the name. Oh. I do know the name. Okay. Okay. We'll so. have to wait. Anticipation. Yes. Our radio when audience. I, yeah. When, when it do has we a re, It has a real name. Oh, it's not just a, oh. a 747 oh. or something like no. that? You don't, oh. have a, you don't have any of those in yet, do you? No. Okay. okay. No, because uh, that no. would be maybe for your program? Well, for and also, if I don't know if Milbergers has decided yet to do what they do every year and, and donate uh, one-day sales. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm youth gardening. Pretty sure I'm going to if there's enough of them, um, and then they can't. Uh, they're not be so, they're not going to be sold at the rodeo. Yeah. So um, that's sad. I, I figure I got to help them out somehow. Yeah. So we'll pick. And a, they'll we'll be pick a, a fe- day, but and there'll be a feature of it, our class. But it may not be du- during the rodeo. Okay. Well, we always oh. try to time it with yeah, the, the rodeo, rodeo, but it so doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. So, no, that's a key thing, though, just what Calvin said, is they'll be part of the class. And the class, again, is what, Milton? February 24th. That's correct. 224. I, I think we only have like eight people signed up for that one so far. Oh, okay, good. So there's still plenty of room. Yep. There's plenty of time. San Antonio is notoriously uh, kind of wait, so don't wait. Call 210-497-3760. You mean procrastinating? Yeah. But Lim- that's, limited room. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. Don't wait. Because I think it did fill up last time, didn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then some. Yeah, so 210-497-3760. I haven't told my wife when it's going to be. <laughs> oh. hey, if uh, you know Trace's wife, don't tell her. We, we <laughs> might have to sneak some information out there. Uh-oh. Um, 
He um, <laughs> he just talks to he just talks to the wind. There's, record, there's recordings, recorders everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Say good night. He just talks to the wind. According, we might have to sneak some information. According to the tape. Yes. Uh, oh, but we got what do we got. Is the um, class for February third? Uh, that's that's like half filled. That's, that's milkwood. That's yeah. milkwood. Milkweed. Milk. <laughs> yes. Milk okay. Tell people about that one, and I'll give the number again. Okay, well, that that one is, it, we're doing a pretty elaborate, we got uh, uh, six, seven of the native milkweed in the areas around San Antonio. We've uh, put them in the uh, refrigerator for stratification, and they'll, uh, we'll plant, everybody that attends will get... Uh, at least one in a container, okay. mm-hmm. and we're also going to plant um, because the the seed, our, our partners who are providing the, the seed. Well, actually, we paid for the seed, but the, the partners that are involved with us are uh, they they suggested that that we, after the stratification, we plant them directly into the garden rather than the containers. Right. So we're going to do both. So. Because the idea is we want to find out the easy way to to make so the gardeners can plant them in their backyard. Well, I think the main so these thing people is. are all responsible for getting back with you with answers, correct? Right. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna. You're leaving here with the homework. You got to be serious about butterfly weed. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I was gonna say is that I'm I'm glad you're giving them at least one type of the plant because it's real important for people to, to know what it looks like. What milkweed looks like? It's not generally the most showiest plant. No, we're and, gonna, and so it's they may like take out native ones because they think it's weed. So it's important that yeah. they see it. Yeah, it, it is in the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Butterfly. I, I try to be funny. I know no, that was good. It was good. I uh, put a radio audience. I almost pulled out one of the, the cords. Pre- the prettiest one that's is called same. butterfly weed. So that's a, kind of a, sa- a sample of uh, one of the prettiest native about. ones. Is, is tuberosa is butterfly weed. So we're going to try to give each each attendee. We're, we're eliminated to thirty five. We increased the number by five. We're going to give every, each one uh, two. Plants, and we hope they, uh, I, I, I went ahead and I've got all the containers, and so I think we'll have plenty. And I've got the containers for the tomatoes too. Um, and then they'll they'll get access to those. Then we'll have we'll have a planting here at the Certified Butterfly Garden at Millburgers. We'll have one at the uh, Education Research Center. Over at Medical Center, and then we'll have one at uh, uh, New Braunfels uh, Garden area, Ma- Master Gardener headquarters, and so we'll have the same three class locations for the milkweed that we did last year. So the number for uh, to register for here at Mill Burgers is two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven. Three seven six zero. Now and the, it's about halfway full. Yeah. So and that one will be here before we know it. I mean, there's only a couple couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. So don't wait on that one. Uh, that was uh, that also filled up too. I think here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they all filled up. 
Good. Okay. So call and t- save your place. Uh, we uh, the oh, I think the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, according to the website, is scheduled to be here for another hour. There's two buses. Back There's there. two buses. I did, oh, I did find that. Thank out. you. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Uh, so they, they really do a good job. They're quick too. They're, I was going to say. I didn't walk all the way there. there. I just saw two tops. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So there's got to be two buses. You were going to say, Mark? I was going to say limited time. Wait time. You yeah. Get it right in. Yeah, you should. And even if you don't, your time waiting in there, based on my experience, is 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and then they're they're taking your blood. And, just, uh, and you're making a $10. Uh, yeah. You're, you're earning you're earning rewards points, we'll call it. Yeah, I like that idea that you had, uh, that, like you were talking about some people that were... Because so they, they can save them if they give blood twice. Sure. Eight, it adds uh, up, and if it's a know. family, yeah, um, you, you got that much more. So treat yourself to like a Christmas tree is what they well, do. And we just hear it every every time, um, every month that somebody is reporting that, gosh, you know, I needed this, or my daughter needed this blood, mm. and I was so I'm so happy that I had been donated. Mm-hmm. And it makes you know makes a big difference, and uh, yeah, it does. They're getting more liberal too in their uh, uh, use and acceptance of uh, donors. So, you if you've been denied in the near future, you they they would like you to try yeah, again don't, just to make sure. Don't disqualify yourself. Just try and see. Uh, see what happens because chances are it's changed. We've got to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Trace, Mark, Calvin for being a part of the show. Thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you back here at Mill Burgers tomorrow on 930 a.m. The Answer.